technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. Today I'm being joined by Jenny Luca, the CEO of the Children's Inn at NIH, and Todd Pantezzi, Children's Inn at NIH Evening for Hope Gala Committee Chair. Thank you both so much for joining me today. Thank you. Let's go ahead. It's great to to see you, and um, I can't wait to dive in. The private-public partnership between the Inn and NIH is a unique and symbiotic one that goes back to 1990. What are some of the shared achievements, and what is the next challenge you're jointly tackling? Well, the, so the, you're right. The, the Children's at NIH opened our doors in 1990. It was in the response at the time to Dr. Phil Pizzo and a lot of other brilliant clinicians at NIH who saw the need for a place for families to stay together uh, to receive uh, treatment and care and comfort while they were participating in clinical research studies. And uh, here we are almost 33 uh, years later and um, continuing to think about how we can do more good for the, the children and the families who are staying with us and our clinical partners. So in 30 years together, uh, while, while the end does all that we can to reduce the burden of illness on families and make childhood possible and, and help advance the medical research mission, of course, the NIH is working so hard to find new treatments and cures for, for rare and very difficult diseases. So here we are, 2023, and the children, I think it's been almost 16,000 children have participated in clinical research studies at the, at, at the NIH have stayed with us at the Children's Inn. They participated in um, over 500 clinical research studies. And what that means is they've, they've played a role in, in advancing treatments for cancer, for leukemia, for sickle cell disease, for finding names to rare conditions. Um, and that's the relationship. The NIH is, is federal. The Children's Inn is nonprofit. So we are a true public-private partnership working together to, to improve health for everyone worldwide. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jenny. So, Jenny, the Inn's strategic plan for 2025 has bold goals to work with researchers at the NIH to determine and break down barriers to family and young adult participation in clinical research studies. Tell us how you'll be working together. We launched our strategic plan uh, in 2025, in 2018, and the vision is to care for every family regardless of the criticality of their illness and ensure that we can take care of families from all backgrounds. And we know that aligns with the NIH's vision to include more people from diverse backgrounds in clinical research. So that is a goal that um, 
we are both aligned in. And we're thinking now about Children's in 2.0. So 33 years, we've had a lot of success. We know we want to do more to support our NIH clinical partners. So Children's in 2.0, we've just launched a $50 million capital campaign. Our attendees at our gala on Saturday night will be privy to the newest design, which is so exciting. We will add more capacity for families, and we will also add the ability to take care of children with more um, complex medical needs. So that might mean children, teens, young adults who um, have organisms where they are on isolation, and right now they can't stay at the Children's Inn, they will be able to stay at the Children's Inn. Large families, families that come from all around the world that might have specific dietary needs and cultural needs all those families will be able to stay at the Children's Inn. And so our hope is that we'll continue for the next many, many years to um, have an even bigger impact on finding new treatments and cures to to diseases, and we can all go on and live much longer, healthier lives. It's great, Jenny. It's such a powerful partnership, and um, I know that a lot of our um, community has been touched by that um, in such a such a positive and proactive way and uh, the work that you lead and others lead on behalf of your organization and the, the partnership that you have with NIH on the public side is just phenomenal. And that's why this is work, this works so well. So Todd, you've been the chair of the gala uh, for a number of years. Uh, tell us about why the Evening for Hope Gala is important to the inn and the impact it's made and what it can be expected at this year's event. Sure, Susan, and thank you again for having us today. Uh, I, I really appreciate that so many of your listeners out there in, in forum and in our ecosystem are, you know, really familiar with the and already hear about this event so much. It really has become the marquee event, I, I believe, certainly for all of us who are in the general federal health government ecosystem, uh, particularly particularly around the NIH and other agencies and the industries that support it. Uh, certainly the financial impact is undeniable. I'm really proud over the last 10 years that I've been involved that we've seen a tremendous increase in the monetary donation that we contribute each year to the inn. Uh, it, it's a major part of covering their operating expenses. As, as, Jen, as Jenny shared, they are, uh, the inn primarily receives money from public, uh, private contributions rather than the government, even though they do sit on the campus at NIH. So the monetary donation is certainly undeniable. We're hoping uh, to achieve a goal of about one and a half million dollars this year raised uh, at our event on Saturday night at the Ritz-Carlton. Uh, I'll also make a case that the, the non-monetary aspects of the importance to the end relative to the number of people that get involved involved, I-N-N, involved, as we often say, uh, from the gala is really important as well. So many people get energy from this event. So many people learn about the inn if they don't already know about it. And the first thing people ask is, how can I get involved uh, when I see them at the inn? It's not just about the money. And this gala really drives a lot of that excitement, a lot of that participation from the companies that sponsor and the individuals that sponsor the gala. You will see them throughout the year showing up uh, for programs like uh, volunteering to provide dinners on Tuesday nights at the end, for example. So that that's a big part of it in my mind. It is the money, certainly, but it's the overall aura and the impact 
and just the excitement that it generates uh, amongst the, we'll have about 500 people there, 450 maybe closer uh, this Saturday night. But that then multiplies into the people from each company who participate. They get their staffs involved. And it really is just this wonderful sort of spreading of interest and participation and volunteerism, I believe, that this gala sort of instigates each year. So I'm I'm super excited about Saturday night. I know a ton of people are excited about this as well. And, and truly, over the last, you know, I've been involved for 10 years. Uh, I think most people know that I have a personal interest in this as well. I'm, I'm prominent in the, the industry through my role at CBP, but I, I also lost my my first son to leukemia about a dozen years ago. So I have a real personal connection to this as well. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate that overview and, and the commitment that the community has. I think there's also another piece here. It's not only on the industry side, but government is engaged at the a gala as well and engaged throughout the year. Can you talk a little bit more about that? A- a- absolutely. So a big part of this is exactly that. It is bringing together the people in industry and the broader community to want to support the end, along with dozens of really senior NIH officials and people from other parts of Health and Human Services and other major federal government agencies to join us that night. So it truly is this really unique, rare opportunity for dozens of NIHers to engage with people on the industry side in a purely social event and really just to show thanks and commitment to the mission of the NIH and to the end from the community and to really give these people who have dedicated their lives across the 27 institutes and centers that comprise the NIH to, to see that the people outside of NIH are really there to support them and to thank them. It, it's really a tremendous night. And not only do we have the acting principal deputy director of the NIH, uh, Dr. Tara Schweitz is going to speak to us on uh, Saturday night, but, but thankfully, so I don't have to be the person standing up there presenting or Jenny doesn't have to be that person. Uh, we have embassy news for, uh, their anchor, Tony Perkins is going to serve as our MC. He's returning again tonight. So we're very thankful to have him. Uh, and he's going to be highlighting a 10th grader, uh, a young man named Travis and his family. Uh, Travis was diagnosed with neuro, neurofibromatosis type one or NF1 and unfortunately had his left leg amputated in 2021. He'll be there on Saturday night sharing his story, which highlights the resilience uh, of all the families that come to the inn and the pivotal role that the inn plays. That's awesome. I'm excited to hear um, Travis share his story. I think um, it's, it's a very moving story. That's awesome. Jenny and Todd, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our community while we have this time together? Well, I want to take the opportunity to thank the community. Uh, I think Todd has said it, but we, we simply couldn't do our work without this passionate and, and generous community. It means the world to us this night. Um, uh, it, it's a special opportunity not only to raise money, but also for me to walk around and say thank you to, to, to all of the companies that support the end. Uh, throughout the year. And I do want to just say that, you know, last time we, we, we spoke with you, Susan, we were, our, those family dinners were on pause because of the pandemic. And so we need you back. We need companies back slowly. They are returning, but I think, I don't think everybody knows that our doors are open again. Um, so we, and, 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 and those dinners, um, 
are important. One, because families just love to see visitors and love to interact with all of our companies, but also because then that reduced the costs um, on the children's end. So please come back. We want to see you. We need you. Uh, reach out to us. Sounds great, Jenny. And we'll make sure that as part of this podcast, we put some information on how to get in touch with your organization so that everybody can continue to give back. Thank you. Todd, anything else to close this out? Uh, it's simply expressing my gratitude for you sharing this information with your, your listeners. Uh, thank you to all of you out there listening who have supported the inn over the years. Uh, as Jenny said, I really look forward to Saturday night. I cannot wait to see all of you who will be there. I get a lot of energy for this, you know, the, that the inn does. And I think that all of us in the industry side of participate in this and helps us feel, really feel good about what we do because we're supporting perhaps the most important biomedical research organization in the world through supporting the children's in NIH and families that come through it. So I'm very thankful for all this. Sounds great. Well, thank you both so much. And I cannot wait to see the pictures from the gala on Saturday and we'll share them with everybody. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you thank very you. soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, check us out at govforum.io or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please subscribe, give us five stars, and share with your friends.